Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, welcome to the Cult of the Collective Commentary. Featuring Dave A.C. The Sixth Doctor. Randall Four. Good evening, everybody. Yes, we're back. It's the Colton Collective Commentary Team, and we have returned. Yes, it's an Easter resurrection. But, um, <laughs> egg getting stuck into an egg made of chocolate inside foil. It's Mr. Dave AC. Well, actually, I've got my spyglass on this bottle, and I'm going to do some deducting. Um, I think it contained red wine. It's got some sort of uh, monogram on the label. Uh, it seems to be some sort of uh, Californian descent. 13.5% solution. Uh, it looks suspiciously like uh, Angel Reserves wine. Shiraz, lovely. Obviously. Also joining us, and his label probably says something like H2O on it, it's Mr. Randall Thor. Hello, Mike. How oh, did you ever know that? And uh, Sorry, I'm over here listening to my Bee Gees records. <laughs> it's my deductive reasoning, sir. Yes, staying alive is what I'm listening to, but we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and you may wonder how we all came to these conclusions. Well, we'll be talking all over the top of Series 2 of Sherlock. Ba -ba -ba -bum. Not all of it, just Episode 1 today. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> we're piecemealing it. We're piecemealing it. Yes. So we're all ready to embark on the first episode of season two, which is called Dave. It's not called Dave, but it's called Dave. A scandal in Belgravia. Yes. Scandals are about to be upon us. So if everybody is ready and has their official BBC copies of series two, episode one, Scandal in Belgravia of Sherlock at the Ready... We shall begin. Don your dear stalkers, sirs. Indeed. Uh, in fact, I've actually got my uh, little uh, rubber water wings on as well. <laughs> all right. Bombs oh away. <laughs> all right. If everybody's ready, I'll count us all in. In five, four, three, two, one. Play. You see, I knew I'd need those water wings. <laughs> I just thought you couldn't swim. <laughs> Bye. Previously on. <laughs> yes. It's just nice, actually, because it's been a while, you know. Well, not since we watched this last, but, you know, since, anyway. It was, what, a year and a half, at least, between? <laughs> Which is funny, you're picking up, you know, like that. It's... 
Yeah, but in, the, in that entire break, the whole question was, how are we going to resolve that cliffhanger? <laughs> mm. Now, this, I never understood that. Anybody with any sense would have thrown that in the water. <laughs> my jury's still out on this guy uh, sorry the actor playing the part of this guy should I say I don't know if we should be uh, spoiler friendly on this one or not I think we could probably safely assume that everybody's seen all three The music, tension building. And there we are with the cliffhanger. <laughs> what a tense moment. <laughs> oh, dragging that out. BGs. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you shouldn't be playing records when we're doing a commentary. Honestly, I don't believe it. Spending my 45s over here. <laughs> <laughs> And, of course, at this moment, there was a grand search going on on the internet for <laughs> the MP3 file on <laughs> Staying Alive. So people could turn it into a ringtone. <laughs> and I'm actually thinking of doing that right now. So, I mean, one, one thing about this sequence, I will admit, is good. And that is the fact that being in the baths, it gives that resonance and that echoey... You know, it gives that unreal feeling about the situation they're in. It's a great lighting, too. Also, it goes along with the stories of the Reichenbeck Fall. Of course, that's later in the seri series, but also in the stories, Sherlock and Moriarty facing off at Reichenbeck Falls. This is a body of water. It's a pool. I love how he's standing in the deep end. <laughs> it's just that sign there, deep end. Quite dismissive there, isn't he? You see, I mean, people are like, oh, I don't believe he is, but it's like, oh, I don't know. There's something quite malevolent about him and, 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 you know, totally... Because when you think about it, he's, he's the counterpoint to, to Holmes, and so he's a little more unhinged. I, you know... He's the kind of villain who's who's eager and can put a bookmark in things and say, I'll get back to this later. I've got things to do. Oh, hello? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Title sequence. Lovely music. Well, we know that the Americans won't be copying the title sequence. <laughs> I don't think they have a London Eye in New York. Anyway, they wouldn't call it the London Eye. But reportedly, he's wearing a coat. Sorry. <laughs> it's just amazing, though, how evocative uh, titles can be. I mean, we did that with Life on Mars when we did the coverage of that. Mm. They just they just get you in that mood because you've had great success enjoying these and... Uh, here we go with the on-screen text. Yep. 
<laughs> You've got a blog. It's called the uh, cultdom.com. Yes. I love how it goes behind the head. <laughs> <laughs> the opening of this is so incredibly brilliant that it so easy to dismiss all of this and you're like oh yeah yeah they're yeah. just working your way into the story but it all yeah. ends up being so incredibly important the meaning of comic books we're all in for that <laughs> I mean how, how, how geeky true. is that <laughs> love that wipe yeah I yeah. just noticed that wipe but that was really well done there the geek the Greek interpreter, of course, from the original. The mm. Strad in the background. Yes. What? Who is? Uh, <laughs> I do believe River Graves is uh, going to be in the next series of uh, Doctor Who. Is he not? Yes, he is. Actually, Yay. I was right. Quite a warning. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Darth. <laughs> <laughs> They, oh, that's nice. An angle there. It's right at the angle of the screen. Yeah. Oh, oh Sherlock. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, dear. Is this Doctor Who? Are they in a quarry? And the thing is, you're quite right. If you if you let all that beginning part wash over you, you're going to be lost later on. But that's the thing; it doesn't really wash over you. You're, you're what? It's, it's well done because it's later on when it hits you, you're like, oh. it's quite nice to be fooled. I'm, I'm one of those people who I, I watch things like this and I try to figure it out, and I annoy my wife with that. And um, yeah, I'll sit there and go, uh huh, I've got it now. But oh. that one, it was just like, oh, cool. <laughs> To, he looks up to the sky, yeah. sh and a shadow of the plane. Oh, I love that. They've been a little more clever with it, this, this series, you know. Slick's the word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's nothing. Ours. <laughs> You're listening to a commentary that's had over 100,000 listens, mate. Yeah. But not since last night. <laughs> Well, that's true. We'll take this two and a half years. Yeah. Now, this one's had 1,896 listens. So, haha. Oh, you got to love this bit coming up. This is clever. Well, because it also speaks to the, 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 the actual... Sherlock oh. never wore a deer stalker. Never. Mm. In the books, apparently. <laughs> but, uh... Mike will probably tell you more about that. <laughs> Being the more love that music. Do -do 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 -do. It's got the right tone between fun and yeah. fear. I did read, and I don't know if I'm correct or not, but uh, in the books, he never actually wore it. It was one of those things that was added in either the movies or... Yeah, it was the original the original movies back in the 1920s when he started wearing the... It was also where the, the line, elementary, my dear Watson, came from. Not in the original Doyle stories. It was added in the movies. Same thing with the deer stalker. And the pipe yeah. too, correct? Yeah, the pipe the, too. Or Although, was it, no, it was well, the specific the original, pipe. 
Yeah, the specific pipe. The, the original Holmes and Doyle story did smoke a, a lot of tobacco. <laughs> Sorry. And he, and he, he, he smoked some other things, too, on a couple yes. of occasions. Yes. But mostly tobacco. <laughs> did anybody notice the uh, Cluedo, or if you're an American, Clue board? Um, <laughs> it's stuck in the wall by a knife. <laughs> Thumbs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's, that's brilliant. I'm not even looking at the cast. <laughs> They're all good, whoever they are. <laughs> that was a nice switch. Oh, yeah. It's like a Saab, that, I think. Yes, Saab. Yeah, you see, I'm clever. It says the word Saab on the... Uh, right. I on the... said Atmos on the windscreen, I think. Oh! <laughs> but um, bum uh, I think you're right. I think it uh. is a Saab. Might be wrong. <laughs> Deductive reasoning, spot yes. on there. Yeah. Also, I don't think his car works. Got <laughs> <laughs> the backfire. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, no, he just spilled his chocolate. <laughs> In a, in a way, it's a nice, nice opening this because you're not really sure where we're going. No, absolutely not. We've had this, you know, two scenes with this woman, but that's all we've had yet, you know. <laughs> Stride. Yeah, uh, what we've got to what we've got to take into account, though, of course, with being episode one of series two, they've got to show show that Sherlock can do his stuff, haven't they, as well? Wi-Fi? <laughs> set up for Wi-Fi. I remember the week before Hello? this episode aired, uh, Stephen Moffat was on one of the BBC morning shows, and this is one of the clips that they showed for this episode. It's been to an I, Claudius party. <laughs> oh. 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 Now, girls, stop falling out. <laughs> you know, there, I believe there are people like this here who, when they're in the house, move their uh, their mobile and say, this is our new house. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I can't believe they do that, can you? <laughs> I, know, I can't believe it. I mean, people just carrying a laptop around the house going, hey, look at this. That's actually really annoying for the other people on the other end. Yeah, a little bit of info. Uh, this aired firstly on the 1st of Jan 2012. Um, 89 minutes long and was viewed by 8.8 .8 million viewers. There you go. I'm glad you said that, Dave, because it saved me saying it and you repeating it half an hour later. <laughs> well, I'll probably still repeat it because I won't remember what I said. Repeat what? 
Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that doesn't describe anybody in this commentary. No. <laughs> so this episode aired. Never mind. <laughs> Three. Oh. 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 Yeah, we always have that trouble. <laughs> Nah. Uh, in, the, in the BBC, if they can afford a helicopter, you know you're on a posh series. <laughs> Most of them, they just pretend to have a shadow over the head. <laughs> Lift it, lifting the master or something. Oh? Even, yeah, <laughs> Doctor Who at the end of time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh. Oh, some people are so easy to read. Yep. Two small dogs. Three small dogs. (laughs) Three small dogs. I didn't get that before. Uh, Three small dogs. Wonder if they're corgis. Corgis. (laughs) I didn't catch that the first time. I just thought it was just an observation and a bit of fun. But, ah. Uh, Oh, dear. Oh, Sherlock. <laughs> Still not getting dressed. And uh, we're at um, 40 minutes and 22 seconds. Do we know anything about this, this filming location, Mike? Because if anyone knows, it's usually Mike. <laughs> mm, film it. Oh, check that. They could be using, actually, when I look at it, it looks a little bit like um, the rooms that the the Lord Mayor of London has. Because I'm sure I watched one of these um, um, cooking programmes where they were doing a banquet in uh, their rooms, and it looked a little bit like that. But Mike will give us the definitive answer. If you can find it, because I did kind of stick him with that one. Mm. I just love the fact that they're kidding around. (laughs) Oh, check. Yeah, got my pants on. This is probably around about the time my wife fell in love with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. I'm drinking a New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc tonight. Departing from my usual of of going for the reds, my wife uh, picked me up a obviously New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah, well, I hope Walmart told you it was a white wine. Yes, they did. I did make sure I was aware of that. (laughs) Because, yeah, for those people that 
Well, I suppose people at Walmart might need to know whether a Sauvignon Blanc is white or not. It's not like there's anything in the title. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Oops. <laughs> oh, Mycroft. <laughs> oh, dear. Sorry, is it bad that I just don't want to do the cast in this? <laughs> I just can't be bothered, to be honest. It's on the Internet Movie Database. That's where I get it all from, folks. <laughs> this is the one scene in the episode that I haven't found fil a filming location for. Everything else is listed. I can't find one for this. It's an impressive uh, building wherever it is. I mean, most of the story centers around places around Hyde Park. Uh, of course, uh, Mayfair is um, is to the east of that. Uh, Baker Street is to the north of it, and uh, Belgravia is to the south of Hyde Park. Think uh, Central Park in New York, but slightly smaller. Ooh. And here we have Laura Pulver playing Irene Adler. Uh... Let's see, what what has she been in before this? I see she's been in Robin Hood, 2009, Legacy, Special Relationships, True Blood in 2010, and Spooks. Uh, and also in 2011. Just as I said, I didn't want to do it, didn't I? <laughs> oh, I'm looking things up anyway. It's okay. fine. I was just giving you grief. <laughs> I was a... I was also about to mention the director for this episode, Paul McGuigan, returning. He directed episodes one and three for last in series one, and this time in series two, he also directs episodes one and three. People will yeah. remember him as the uh, the guy that uh, Mike and I have a disagreement on the last name. <laughs> yes, <So>. yes. <laughs> I say Gwigan, he says Geigen. I don't know. We don't know the man, to be honest. Yeah, she does a lot of theatre work as well, doesn't she? As well, I mean, she's been in uh, Miss Saigon, High Society, Chicago, Greece. Young female person. They they do dress him well in this, I have to say. Mm. Mm. Oh, definitely a lore. <laughs> yes.
victims. Mm. Of course, the title of this is a, a play on words, isn't it, from uh, the original Sherlock story? <laughs> Scandal in Bohemia was the original. Yeah. yeah. I like this. <laughs> the queen smokes <laughs> <laughs> oh john Laters. <laughs> it's just that's lovely He stole an ashtray from the corner. <laughs> oh, he's done a monogram on tobacco. It's <laughs> time to get ready. She looks dressed up to the nines already. Yeah. Oh, perhaps not. And this is um, probably like. Right up your alley, isn't it, Dave? Yeah, she reminds me there of Eva Green in... Um, uh, now, which was it that's just aired? Eva Green was in... Was it Camelot? I don't know. I haven't seen it. Yeah, know. yeah. Dressed very much like that. Ooh. Getting tense, this, isn't it? <laughs> Dave is, anyway. Oh, this part's funny. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Now, I've never done that, but I'm sure it must hurt on the knuckles. What? Hit somebody in the face? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Battle dress. I just love it, though, all the preparation work he's doing for this. And she's completely aware he's coming. Oh. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> I don't think he's that convincing on this, but I think he's not supposed to be. I think it's supposed to be. I mean, how unbelievable is that? No, it's, but I, I, it's probably one of those things where like, eh. Hello? And suddenly... Now some, uh... And suddenly Dave's interested. No, I was um, reading a bit from the Telegraph at the time. <laughs> Sherlock nudity before watershed shocks viewers. 
Three watershed appearance of a new dominatrix in the BBC detective drama. Sherlock has been criticised by viewing families. But the, 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 the ridiculous thing about it is... You can't see a thing. It's all implied. You see a slight hint of breast there. But no more than you'd see in, like, the MTV Music Awards or... Yeah. Well, you see, in the UK, you'd see more in, a, like, a, you know, a shower gel advert. No, you guys, I mean... It, it's odd to me that there were complaints in Britain because you guys are far more lax as far as these kind of things go and a lot more open about it than than America is. I mean, America, she, they'd probably take it off halfway through the show because somebody complained. I mean, you, you saw the uproar over uh, over Janet Jackson's nipple slip, her wardrobe malfunction. I just <laughs> love this. Theory. So why are we looking at it? it, it John. I don't know. The only thing I didn't like about that is he couldn't read her face. He could read John's face, but he couldn't read hers. Right. But I don't know why. You know. Well, that's to indicate that Vachi is is up against an equal. Right. right. I, I think it probably indicates, I guess, that giving it some more thought that he's thrown by the fact that she's completely naked and, and it's, you know, exactly where to look. Of <laughs> course, there is a definitive <laughs> reason why for this. If I were to look at it, I'm change She was wearing shoes too, and he didn't read the shoes. So I think it's that he was just, he didn't know where to look on her. I don't know. all the clues you needed right there thinking back on it now you know it's amazing watching these back and you're like ah they gave us everything we needed to know if you know if you knew exactly what it was that killed him you know it's like watching back it's like ah yeah now I see it This is that's a lovely switch. Wonderful. Fantastic. Mm. And I have to offer a, uh -huh. a, a correction to what I said earlier about the the Deersalker cap. That was actually created not for the movies, but for the illustrations that went along with the with the books. Illustrator Sidney Paget created that image of of Sherlock Holmes to go with the illustrated versions of Doyle's works. It was, Sherlock was yeah, never described by Doyle in text uh, to be wearing that, but the illustrations with the book showed him, and there we go. Yeah, th so just uh, those were in the, 
Yeah, those are in the Strand magazine and uh, absolutely yeah. brilliant. I, I was reading that at the height of its circulation, they were selling up to 500,000 copies of that. I mean, 500,000 copies of a magazine. Right. Now, most magazines are looking if they sell 50,000 copies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Red Hot, that magazine. Smoking. Oh. I do love that that little. <laughs> now I've got to own up to being quite brilliant because I'd figured that out you had okay yeah because I'd been checking some vital statistics out <laughs> <laughs> well played yes damn Americans I tell you Mm. Sorry, Mike. Yeah, it's the clash of accents there. Just... It just sounds out of place. <laughs> and one code I'm going to just say coming up, we're at the 30 minute mark. There we go. Ooh. Well, she not, is not my body type, I must say. She is quite pretty. Mm. I wouldn't say she was glamorous, but she's very, very strikingly beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was a little hint. She, she looked down then. Yep. Yep. She does. She does. As, as Squidward would say, she needs a sandwich. <laughs> Nicely done. I love the. She seems quite pleased that he did figure it out. In other words, he was looking at her body. Yeah. <laughs> and I wonder oh. how John and how John knew to respond that way to Vatican cameos. <laughs> oh, that was cruel. I can't remember now what that is. I don't. That wasn't referenced anywhere else in Sherlock the, the TV series. It wasn't referenced in the books. So it's, I don't know where that came from. It's just a word that I guess, I don't know. I'm just imagining Sherlock randomly tossing a tennis ball towards towards John and shouting, Vatican cameos! Yeah. <laughs> and John dodging. What else is in there? Oh, he's Titan. There we go. <laughs> takes care of that. <laughs> the thing is about that, that's a bit bizarre because I don't think anybody in London would notice that. And I don't mean because there are lots of gunshots. They would just never think of gunshots. They'd think it was a car backfiring. Especially in the, the area, I'm assuming it's a uh, you know, with her profession, she's got a lot of money. So she's in a, a very upmarket area. Very, you know. And so that would be even more um, uncommon. Yeah. Oh. Oh. 
Oh. No. Oh. I'm really sick and tired of this uh, attitude of the BBC towards gingers. <laughs> Jeez, you just can't get a break. Oh, she's that cold. She's not dead. <laughs> Sorry, BBC, I, I was all wrong about you and gingers. Is she not just a friend dead yet? She's not dead. She just said she's out cold. Oh, out cold, right. Where she were look, you? Yeah, but she, well, she doesn't look concerned with her, though, does she? No, not really. Ooh. Ooh, yoink. That was called misdirection, touching him on one shoulder. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Is he it's paying like for this? Time to me. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be five hundred dollars, please. <laughs> now she's seeming a little more attractive. Perhaps she would have made a better Moriarty and it gone with a twist on a female Moriarty. Yeah. It's, an, it's an interesting comparison with Moriarty there because in the original text, Moriarty appeared in one story. Yeah. Irene Adler also appeared in one story. Those two characters are two of the more popular uh, villains in the, Moriarty, the, the Sherlock Holmes canon. And they only appeared in one story each. Now, is this the woman that became known as the woman, if you know what I mean, in Sherlock? Yes, yes. Oh. Oh. Nice, lovely, lovely switches. Yeah. Hmm? That. We are watching again, I think. Yes. Oh. Oh. Mm. Oh, dear. <laughs> Boomerang, I should have figured that out from the start. <laughs> His boomerang didn't come back. <laughs> you know, I think there's a certain kid in the oh. green tunic for that boomerang, but yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Oh. It's fantastic. <laughs> Now, according to what I've found on the internet, and it's just supposition, uh, somebody did ask on uh, Yahoo Answers, uh, why did Sherlock Holmes call out uh, Vatican cameos to indicate danger? Uh, Vatican cameos uh, is a case hinted at in Holmes' canon. 
Sherlock huh? mentions on passing in a novel, uh, in the novel The Hand of the Baskervilles. I was exceedingly preoccupied by uh, that little affair of the Vatican cameos. And in my anxiety to oblige the Pope, I lost touch with several interesting English cases. Hmm. Uh, Conan Doyle never wrote a story about it, but there's at least one book by Anne Margaret Lewis that imagines how the case played out. Maybe they added the references because the next episode, of, of course, uh, in the series is The Hound of the Baskervilles. There's that ringtone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think I want that one as well for messages. <laughs> Just because it'd be fun. <laughs> it's like I'm going to have ringtones centered around Sherlock. And then, of course, when people say, why have you got that? Oh, it's Sherlock Holmes. What? Uh, I'm not sure if my father-in-law has ever actually got around to watching this. It's something I've been, uh, suggested he watch. But... Fugitive sex work. Refit for historical hospital. Hmm. I don't know if that means anything. Because <laughs> it... It is Stephen Moffat. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, what was that? Boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, what was that noise? Is your friend? <laughs> I just love her. What? Just got slapped. <laughs> Ooh, the boys, I love. <laughs> like I said, anyway, and it's, it's a good way, Mum. She reminds me of my mum. <laughs> what? The whip hand. <laughs> And I'm sure a whole lot of people with uh, mobile devices at the time were going, hmm, let's check out Twitter. And yes, there is a username, The Whip Hand, on, uh, on Twitter. As soon as I heard that line, I was off to Twitter to check that. Uh, I think the the, the first time uh, it was active was January 1st. When did this air, Mike? Or sorry, Dave. Dave knows the information. The 1st of Jan, 2012. Hmm. So, yeah, it's hard telling. It's hard telling who... It was only active uh, the 1st of January. So, uh, 
Hmm. I wonder whether it was created for just the show or whether it, uh, I would assume yes, because, uh, like I said, it only was active during the show. So, <laughs> the, the amazing thing about, you know, Mark Gatiss in this is that, I mean, he's, what in his mid forties now, and he seems to be appearing in an awful lot of TV stuff. But he's only actually only appeared on TV as an actor, basically in the last ten or twelve years since I think uh, two thousand was in League of Gentlemen. So you know he was sort of well into his thirties before we saw him on TV. But as the years have gone on, he's been more frequently on our screens. Yeah. Uh, of course, he's been recently, this might be a spoiler for you, Ian, but he actually makes a guest appearance on the, the latest series of Being Human. Oh, excellent. I think I'd heard that. It was oh, in that really it's... great play I watched, The uh, First Man in the Moon. <laughs> Psychoville. Who was, who, was after that, who was after that boring teacher? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he just so screws this up. Ooh. She's uh, cleaned up well, hasn't she? Uh-huh. Oh, drink, drink. Yes, drink. Christmas drinkies. Picture. <laughs> a <little> joke. <laughs> of course, the lovely Lou Brady there. <laughs> Sherlock. <sighs> yes, of course. Um, she's like the star in this in this show, being. Uh, having 98, uh, not sorry, 96 appearances in Casualty. <laughs> Casualty. Yes, she, she's my star in the show. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I don't like a discomfort here. It's not fair. But it, no, it's, it's fantastic, though, because it shows how inept he is. Yeah, he's oblivious to it, isn't he? Yes. Oh, he was so heartless. Yeah. Oh, it's just, sure. it's really kind of a... She plays it so beautifully. It's this... Yeah. She loves him so much, and... He's just so incredibly stupid. (laughs) 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 Coming time, it was brilliant. It it is, it is, because you're so caught up in this how this. And John is counting them. (laughs) This really embarrassing moment, and all of a sudden it's. You hear this and you're like, oh, that's awkward. And then she's just like, oh, it wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, drink. 
<laughs> I love it. He's got the periodic table on the wall. Uh-oh. That can't be good. It's the cell phone. Oh. Is it because she trusts him? Or not? Mm. Sounds... I like how stuffy Mycroft looks in comparison to Holmes. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Now, normal episodes would be finishing at this point 45 minutes. Oh, yes. And here we're just... We're as perplexed as we were at the beginning. Right. Now, I'm not sure when, when we were uh, doing the commentaries on the original uh, episodes, whether I, I had managed to mention that my, my family's actually now got into uh, Sherlock Holmes. Um, oh, good. Finally got my uh, my wife and son to watch. My son was quite interested. Re- I've got a book around. I've got to find my book. But I've got the, the short stories. And I really kind of want him to, to to see if he'll read them, you know, because it's it's well worth reading something like this, you know. <laughs> Not her face. <laughs> well, we're putting it. Yeah. Still puts me in mind of that. F- that scene where he's in there whipping that, that one corpse. Oh, dear. It's an interesting little scene, this. <laughs> well, those lore things. Does have a point. Lovely little background there. I like how that scene, that that, that shot right there is framed. Yeah. Looks like an Instagram. What was it? What are those photos you do yeah. on the? Uh... Yep, you're right. Instagram. And you, you that shot there too. You can actually see where the shot was taken from. It was taken from behind the morgue door. That just <laughs> slow tar. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you, it's, it's it's quite lovely because they changed around to that, and you can see where they took the shot from. Yeah, the shot through the door is quite film noir. Noir, however you want to pronounce it. Noir. <laughs> it is It is quite beautiful, this little scene, because you don't often get a scene between just the two of them. Of course, uh, for those who didn't listen to some of the early ones, I mean, in this series, uh, tobacco is his drug of choice. Mm. Rather than the alluded to uh, 
of vice. Seven percent solution, yeah. That Mike had brought up earlier. <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't agree with you. People saying the things that I'm going to be saying later. You're not <laughs> supposed to do it. <laughs> Uh, well, <laughs> how can they take him seriously in that jumper? <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, oh, John. <laughs> Ooh, dear. oh John. <laughs> <laughs> no. She so reminds me of my mum. <laughs> I do love the, the. I mean, she is a background character, really. But I love how they've turned the, the the housekeeper into the landlady, but still made her an essential kind of part of their lives. She, even though she has no responsibility towards these two men, she is like the mother figure in the house. Well, the auntie certainly isn't yeah. she? Yeah, it's like she, boys, you know. Uh, and that uh, and that reinforces this um, the sort of um, underplayed sort of semi alluded to that people see these as a gay couple, you know, and and gay couples are notorious for for having a favourite auntie. You know <laughs> what I mean? See, look, she's she's clearing the plates away. She's the landlady. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's it's a it's a great line earlier in in the series where. Um, she says, I'm, "I'm, you know, I'm not your maid or your cook or whatever it is. I'm your landlady." But here she is. Oh. Ah. Now, I'm, I'm notorious I'm, for getting these things wrong. There's, there's, there's one of my wife's phone. I can never remember it. It's the year we were married. But I can never remember the fact that it's the year we were married that this surpassed code. Now, this is where I was a bit annoyed with Facebook. Now, I would see, I saw the episode, so it didn't spoil it for me. But somebody, uh, about 20 minutes after the whole show had aired, had put up a mock T-shirt with the solution to that yeah. on it. And I'm thinking, people haven't even seen this episode, and they're putting the, the solution to that puzzle on a T-shirt. I couldn't believe it. See, that's why I avoid Tumblr. Well, I avoid it completely nowadays, but especially when new episodes of Sherlock or Doctor Who air, because within an hour of it airing, people post animated GIFs from the episode yeah. of key plot point points. Yeah. And as, as you said, there, the solution, I believe that was posted on Tumblr within half an hour of this episode finishing. Yeah. Hello? Hello? <laughs> that's a little more like it, Dave. <laughs> oh John <laughs> oh dear I thought you liked me <laughs> you didn't know I was so desperate <laughs> I just love the fact that it's that they've used her again uh, which is brilliant uh, Battersea Power Station by the way that yeah. That was it. Very familiar location to Doctor Who fans. Yes. And Pink Floyd fans. 
<laughs> that too. Uh, yeah. Now, is it is it closed? Like, is it abandoned? It's supposed to. No, it's supposed to be being redeveloped. I'm not sure whether they ran out of money on it though. So it's no longer so a power what? station. They're turning it into something else. I think it was going to be like one of these sort of uh, uh, place full of twee shops and things. Oh, okay. Then when did it go out of service? Was it was it a coal-fired uh, power plant? It was a power station, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was coal-fired, though. I think so, yeah. Okay. Which ex- explains then why it's no longer in service, because now all the nuclear ones... Well, they wouldn't have built that right in the centre of the nuclear one, right in the centre of London, would they? No, no. But, I mean, uh, uh, a lot of... Basically, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because a lot of people won't know... They'll know of Battersea Power Station because of its, you know, iconography. But I'm trying to explain the reasons why, if they're filming there, why it's no longer open, etc. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right next to Battersea Park, which is uh, amazing. Now, <laughs> what what is named after what? Now, is it the area, the power station, or the park? That's Battersea. I think it's the area that. Uh, I, it's, I, the, the, it's the region of. Uh, I mean, because there's Battersea Park Road, there's. Uh, uh, yeah, it's the actual region. Right. Well, because I, I do remember listening to the Goon Show and they made various references to Battersea Dogs Home. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is, is just. We're, we're, we're directly south of the river. From uh, Belgravia now. Mm. Okay, so Battersea has only made two appearances in Doctor Who. I thought it, I thought there was a third in there somewhere. What was the second? <laughs> I'm only well, the, the first, of course, was uh, Dalek Invasion of Earth on, on the first episode. Uh-huh. The second was uh, the, the Ages, the Rise of the Cyberman Age of Steel two part. What's the third then? <laughs> it was actually going to be a theme park uh, was a proposal for it but it's got le- grade 2 listed status so that's made it quite difficult yeah I mean what do you put a slide but- inside it <laughs> Yeah, but uh, but they ran out of money in 1989, uh, and now in 1990 they went on for a change to a mixture of offices, shops, and a hotel. Right. I mean, I guess that's the wonderful thing about these structures that that have significance. Uh, the same thing happened in Wellington in New Zealand. Uh, as we moved away from having shipyard, you know, these massive shipyards and and, and dock areas and uh things are moved around so much more efficiently uh, the Wellington uh, harbor has been redeveloped into the apartments and, and restaurants and shops uh still using the old brick buildings you know they gut the inside leave the facade uh leave the exterior of the building and and, and build these lovely you know interiors and it's great I think it's it's a fantastic thing that they've 
rather than bulldozing the entire thing and building something completely new and you know a high rise or whatever that we're making use of the uh these old brick facades or whatever and and putting something you know, for somebody to live in or uh, an office building. Well, well, in 2012, it was put up for sale. You saw the state of it for 500 million. Wow. Because that's the price of land in London. Yeah. Which apparently that sale is still going on. That hasn't closed yet, has it? It's right on the waterfront, right? Yeah, it's just south right. of the river. Right. That, that you know, it's, it's waterfront property. <laughs> I just love oh. this bit. <laughs> oh. I just love this entire scene. It's like I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm wondering at, at what point of you know how in distress she is. But I you do love the. the line. The, 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 the line. Yeah, the, yeah, the passion within Sherlock. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I do like this. He's just sizing him up. <laughs> Too much stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a bit doctorish, isn't it? You know, read your books, Vashti Narada, see who you're dealing with. <laughs> well, it's, I, I do love, I especially love the way he clips his words. It doesn't work. It's, I like that. Ooh, Ed, <laughs> now that was un, totally unexpected. I had yeah. Not. That's the power of the brain for you. <laughs> but I just love that it's 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 a counterpoint really to earlier when he screws up that thing with Molly, um, mm. and you just sort of you see how much he cares about her. You know, it's kind of a you're right now. You know, he's comforting her, just so unlike him. You know, I bet that speedy sandwich bar's doing a great job, a great trend. <laughs> Crime in progress. <laughs> I bet they've changed to Sherlock's bar now. <laughs> Which apparently earlier this year, the flat that they used as the exterior there for 221B Baker Street was for sale. Oh. Wow. I don't know if I'd want to live there. You know, you'd have people outside all the time picking pictures. <laughs> <laughs> like that ambulance <laughs> hang on a minute the bloke's thinking I'm not badly injured <laughs> what I love this and <laughs> <laughs> her response <laughs> Never mind the poor bloke. Her reaction is just beautiful. Right, my bins. 
spooky that was. How many times did he fall when I lost count? He lost count. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. She's fine. <laughs> He's right in her fridge. <laughs> Second best dressing here, my word. <laughs> nice line. <laughs> Drink. If it's right down his, if it's in the front of his pants, it's somewhere where my wife would look. <laughs> no, she'd be looking through your pockets to see if there's any spare cash. Yeah. <laughs> a mirror shot. Now, apparently, the young lady who taught him how to play the piano was on set when they had uh, Sherlock playing and and um, he he would actually do the movement and she would play it but synchronise the actual um, playing according to his movements. In other words, she he didn't watch her playing and tried to synchronise with her. She synced with him. Yeah. Awesome. I'm trying to think who the young lady was. I, uh, I did have the uh, link weird... up for... Yeah, she has an odd first name. It's one that I've not really heard. E E O S is how it's spelled. Eos, Eos Chatter is her name, and she plays well violin on the soundtrack. I love the look on her face. Like she's like, she's mad, but look at her. Ah. Disappointed as well. You're not paying Louise. <laughs> You're not paying Louise enough money, Stephen. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> I, I, I do really love the looks on her face because she's just... See, the sound is subtle there. I mean, uh, I mean, I love Murray Gold's music on Doctor Two, but sometimes it, 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 it stays at level nine all the way through the right. episode. Oh. <laughs> I just think she was laying there with no makeup, nothing. You know, I just realized I didn't mention who wrote this episode, but I'm pretty sure we don't even know who that Stephen Moffat guy is anyway, so. Uh -huh. 
It's it's, it's just getting with, with somebody unknown, you know. I love how straight backed he sits in the chair. Oh, the big streak. Baker Street Irregulars. Irregulars. Yep. <laughs> like how they never refer to them as that yet. And we're at one minute, uh, one hour and five minutes. It's a bit of a time check there, so you know that we're in sync. <laughs> now have we established yet how many tries he he's allowed to have or not the two, it's four he's tried two so far right and it's two remaining He yeah, every tried, time he, he tries, the, the info says, you have this many remaining. Right. He tried 221B, Baker Street, and... Uh, As we're about to see right here. Ah, uh, one attempt, remaining. yeah. yeah. And of course, the, the, the first one he did was uh, the, uh, the webpage counter. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> As I said, the cast list for this show is on Internet Movie Database. If you want to know who they are, where they were, <laughs> what they were in, too busy watching Sherlock. <laughs> Leave me alone. Oh, oh, seven. Is that where James Bond is? What, upside down? <laughs> Lovely, come out in the background. <laughs> My brother-in-law, he won't be, he won't like this. But he, uh, Gary, he was uh, going to Australia, and he tried to book his you know, the exact seat he was sitting on right. on the internet and it was and then you do all that and then it says, right, that's another thirty quid, please. Uh, well I mean I don't know how it is over there, but that's uh there's preferential seating. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Which my I just had to book seats to uh the Dominican Republic for my boss. See now she has me. <laughs> yeah. 
Sorry, but you know. <laughs> Downstairs. She looks smaller without her hair heels on, doesn't she? <laughs> but yeah, uh, there are select seating that you can get that I guess they're premium seats. Bond, James Bond. Mm. Thank you, Monopoly. <laughs> But yeah, so he, he my, my my boss likes the aisle seat. He doesn't. I, I mean, right. for the the window seat because that means you can look at somebody other than the person next to you or the front of your seat. Um, I like to be able to look out and look over, which is weird because I'm afraid of heights. But I do like to look out the window. Bond there. Oh. And there we see Moriarty. Mm. Ooh. What's the name of that tower uh, there, Dave? Well, it's not Big Ben, because Big Ben's the name of the bell. <laughs> I tried to stump him, but I couldn't. Yes, fascinating fact, uh, American viewers. It's not the name of the tower. What is the name of the tower, actually? Because I saw a debate on this online. Is it uh, Westminster Tower? I can't remember. Yeah, there was. That's that's the debate that there was. There was a couple of things like... Uh, it was just called the like, Bell Tower. Saint there's a St. Stephen's Tower, I think. Right, yeah. Yes. Big Ben is actually the name of the bell. Not the name of the tower. And there is uh, Mycroft realizing that he's been calling the Tower Big Ben all this time. Oh. Major face palm. No! I suppose that most people know it in the UK is the clock tower, I suppose. Mm. It was one of the other things that was mentioned. In the it, it is uh, St. Stephen's Tower, by the way. St. Stephen's. Oh, I said St. Stephen's, didn't I, before? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. We'll give you that one, Dave. It's not often that you get something right, folks. Five points to Dave. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's a bit late for the quiz, but hey. We're early for the quiz. I'll, I'll I'll save them till Friday. Mike can add them to Friday's score. Yes. Friday night trivia. Seven two four zero two. Only on Talkshoe. Friday night at nine. <laughs> yes, Friday night at nine. The checks in the mail, right, Mike? <laughs> yeah. Ian and myself dominate the winning of that, of course. Yes, of course. Darth who? Now, the thing is, she's not worked out that he's fairly immune to her allure, isn't he? I like it? how she's used the word fairly. Uh, it's it's well played. It is very, very well played. She looks totally different with her hair down. Uh, uh, for a moment, when she first, you know, when we first saw her on that bed, I thought I thought it was um, Mycroft's secretary. You know, because she had that very similar long-haired look. Ooh. Uh. I mean, really, we're watching a mini-movie, a TV movie yes, yes. in all aspects here, aren't we? 
No, I mean, it's the one thing that's always bugged me about uh, Stephen Moffat. He re- refers to episodes of Doctor Who as, oh, it's like a, a, a major motion picture. It's, it's like a movie. It's like a, about episodes of Doctor Who. But this is what he needs to be referring to. These are like blockbusters. That said, this is, to me, the best of Series 2. And mm. the next two, to me, are inferior to the entire um, the entire set. I really, really like this one, but the rest of the series I thought fell a bit short of of, of the last series. But the, the, well, this kind actually of... is the go on, Mike. You go, Mike. I I kind of agree there because Hound of the Baskervilles in general is my least favorite Sherlock story. Yeah. So, you know, which I found disappointing because the fact that if you ask people Sherlock Holmes name a story, they'll say Hound of the Baskervilles. Yeah, yeah. And it, but that that was a letdown. You know, it's like you let down the name of Sherlock Holmes. But sorry, but, but I, I I can understand that was in in as much as people have got a preconceived idea of what that story should be. They may be less familiar with this, but there's no doubt about it. This is probably the standout episode oh. of both series. Well, the first episode was very good because it set the whole tone of it. Right. Now, here we've got to go all the way back in our minds, all the way back to that car park oh, and yeah. the car. So think. They're on the plane. The plane is still in one piece, and they're all dead. Bus is dead creepy. Yeah, it beats snakes on a plane, doesn't it? And there we go, back to the start of the episode. It's fantastic. I mean, it's just... It's right under our noses. It's like, like you said, you've been scooting around this one for ages, and we were all showing it. Hmm. So that's why the government want to snoop on all the UK emails now. (laughs) Uh, Now this is a Oh, I was going to say, this is a lesson in point for people to not disclose important information to their dominatrix. Yes, exactly, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> your, your, your kids don't listen to these shows, right? Hi, eh? What, pardon me? I would track that. 
this is almost over. My wife's my, my wife's gone. Wife's gone. Wine's gone. No, <laughs> I'm saying that. Uh, who knows? I don't know. I've got an eerie feeling we'll hear a giggle in a minute. Yeah. Uh, either that, or you've just got a text message on your phone, Ian, and we heard it. Yeah. Could be. Uh. <laughs> Mind you, I, I thought your email messages uh, started with squeaky bum. <laughs> yes, that too. Now that's a hell of a ringtone. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have that as my ringtone now. Squeaky bum. Squeaky bum. Squeaky bum. <laughs> They did this on the uh, BBC programme called Click and they sent uh, six uh, PC drives to this firm. They managed to get data off three of them. Oh, yeah. One of them they'd hit with a hammer, one they'd, one they'd thrown in a river, the one they'd had a tractor all over. I try to drill holes in mine. I just haven't got rid of a drive in like 10 years. I have them in a box. <laughs> uh, the, 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 when I was paranoid about that a long time ago, the first one I did, I drilled three holes in it and then got a jug uh, with water, filled it with, put salt in the water, then poured the salty water into it. Right. The other thing too is I've got uh, some... Um... Uh, sanding like uh, bits for my uh, screw gun. I keep meaning to go over them, but I'm always like, oh, did I did I really go through this hard enough and try and recover any of the data? Puppet master. Yes. Which, of course, was why I was a little bit unsure about that thing, at, uh, at the uh, the swimming baths, why he would put himself in such an exposed position. Right. But it's Sherlock. It's worth it, you know. Now he's having heavy breathing. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure.
niin kuin... <laughs> no, don't have a funny hat. Hello? He's feeling your pulse. <laughs> That's not very romantic. <laughs> Fantastic. And we're all feverishly thinking what it is, and I think I did get it. Not convincing. No. Uh, oh, I'm sure. And, and anybody oh. who leaked that as a spoiler really deserves to get. Yes. <laughs> no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to you die. <laughs> Oh, dear. The nice. kids. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I I'll have to pour myself. I shouldn't have any more, but I will. I'll just pour a little bit more. Oh, mine's gone. Mind you, the good thing is, is I did actually start this wine earlier today. This is when I started earlier. <laughs> well, mine went about half an hour ago. This is oh, two. Oh, yeah, mine's gone. I'm done. <laughs> oh, I'm on two. Stick a fork about eight. I'm done. Only because I was watching the golf before, and that was so stressful. For 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 all my uh, American oh. friends, the obviously uh, New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc, not too bad, but um, go to a good wine shop and find an actual New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc. I get the feeling it's just taken from you know some inferior Sauvignon Blanc uh, stock and and blended together. Well, well I'm just realising how suitable my wine is for tonight. It's uh, from Naked Wines. So, uh, given this episode, it's quite good. F. Stephen Milliner. Oh. It's the ensemble, isn't it? I mean... The, the 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 main cast characters that, that we've got here, everything from Mrs. Hudson to these two, mm -hmm. so, uh, I mean, I don't know how, how important. I mean, Mike's our numbers guy, but I mean, whoever it is that does the casting on these things is probably, you know, that's eight percent the roll of the dice. If you can get the casting right, 
and we hope with this like Doctor and the new companion, uh, they've said when they did the apparently um uh, for the casting of that so important it was they sent out like 50 people uh, they shortlisted and they they actually tested about 12 or 14 people right and they felt the the immediate chemistry there was between her and Matt Smith right. so but here I'm sure do we know the casting director Mike anywhere is it any on any of our wiki pages because if they get that right Go ahead, Mike. I'll go look for it now. Actually, okay. I, I have the uh, the editor and the cinematography director, but not the casting director right off. I find the interesting thing is 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 yeah, it's one of those things where you know um, you just have to come up with the show and and you say, well, who's going to play this? And then and yeah, one of the creators says, oh hey, I'll play this part. So I, I always find it interesting that Mark Gatiss is is. Uh, plays Mycroft, but it's also one of the creators. It's in, in an odd thing. But it's one of those times where you go, you know what? He's actually really good at it. And it's it's believable, even though there's not that much of a resemblance between the two of them, that it's, uh, it's still believable that the two of them could be related. Right. Well, I mean, Orson Welles did it, didn't he? He would direct his things and play the parts. Right, right. But, I mean, uh, the, the thing about Mark is, is, is he does make it a, a thing, a believable entity that, that, that even though, like I said, you know... He does a good job of it, you know. I mean, he did also have me believing in the, in the beginning that, that, that he might have been Moriarty. And it was just uh, an odd thing when they did that bait and switch where you're like, oh, it's going to be Moriarty. You know, of course, it's Sherlock Holmes. It's going to be Moriarty. And boom, it's Mycroft keeping tabs on his brother. It's fantastic. Casting director for Sherlock was... Kate Road James. Kate James. Oh, then, give uh, that man oh, a cigar. Well done. The dogs look at the it gives the dog a bow. What else she... Give me a moment, I'll see what else she worked on. Now, besides Sherlock, she's worked on... The Titanic miniseries that was just recently on. She's worked on uh, South Riding, Dirk Gently. She was oh. the casting director for. Oh, excellent! I still haven't seen that. I must. I the must 2009 see. remake of The Prisoner. She was. Uh, TV mini miniseries for The Diary of Anne Frank. Test the, of the Durbervilles. Hmm. Wow, like and that. that was that was great casting there. And Bleak House, 2005. And the dogs in the background still. And that was a great program as well. So this, uh, can you say the name of the casting director again? Because they've not put a foot wrong with all those. Kate James. Wow. So it means that she may well have cast this uh, Jenna Louise Coleman in Titanic then. There you go. 
A lot of people were a bit annoyed at that, that you know, the man saved the woman. But it, it adds something to the way he kind of fobbed her off at the end and said, oh, pfft, I don't give a crud about you, but you have an affection towards me, so that sunk you. But here we get this... Um, he was there to save her, and... I don't know. This is something. Well, I think he admired her intellect, didn't he? I exactly, mean, it wasn't but, a... but that's the thing: is people people saw it as as Stephen Moffat um, saying that, oh, you know, oh, you can't stand to have a powerful woman. You have to have the man save her. It's not that. It's no. it's that uh, at the end there, he he basically toppled her and said, well, it, it was love that basically ruined this whole thing. You your your plans were scuttled by the fact that you fell in love with me. But at the very end, he couldn't stand to see her die. He was—he actually had an affection for her, and you know, it had saved her. So basically, that put them on an even footing. Um, and so people complaining about that, I think, are completely wrong. But anyway, um, enormously good episode. Um, Mike, you're going to go first. <laughs> Okay, well, here we are. This episode was, well, it brought us back to Sherlock after at least a year and a half since uh, Series 1 came to an end with that excellent cliffhanger ending there there at the, at the poolside. And this episode resolved that cliffhanger rather quickly. And uh, as I said there at the start of the episode, it proves just how great a villain Moriarty is. He's He, he, he makes the, the quick decision of, I'm just going to put a bookmark here and come back to this at a later point. You don't know when I'll be back, but I'll be back at some point. And he's gone. And we we see him once later on in the episode. But uh, besides that, we don't. It's this this episode is about somebody else. It's about something else entirely. So, and this episode itself, of course, it brought back one of the more iconic characters in the Sherlock mythos, uh, Irene Adler, who I mentioned earlier that. Although she's one of the more iconic characters, she's the woman, basically. She's the, the, if, well, Sherlock doesn't have a love interest, but if he did, it would be Irene Adler. And she only appeared in one story back in the, in, in the Doyle canon. And I don't have that title right in, in front of me at the moment, but she was in one story. Oh, wait, it was, obviously it was the, the, the Scandal of Bohemia was the story that she was in. Obviously, this is what this was. Uh, besides that, she was never seen in another Sherlock story. Just like how Moriarty was only in the, the the adventure of the final problem, and only in one story. Yet it has become the most iconic Sherlock villain. Uh, but this episode overall, you know, was more, more uh, Stephen Moffat was back writing the the lead writer for the series, and. He did, he did an excellent job. This this episode, you know, went on for ninety for what. 89 minutes or so and it 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 was it didn't let down there was not a letdown in the action or the suspense or the tension at any point it was it had my attention the entire way through it's just really well done really strong writing really strong acting you know i i, I there at the end i mentioned kate james was the casting director and and i mentioned a lot of other shows she worked on really great casting in this episode um Laura Pulver, who I hadn't actually heard of before this episode. She was excellent as Miss Irene Adler. Um, 
of course, we had returning characters, Benedict Cumberbatch, Martin Freeman, Mark Gaddis, uh, all these returning uh, actors, and they still carry the characters very well. Um, you know, the, the, the pacing of this episode, really strong. The music, under, understated, and really well done. So, overall, this was... Besides uh, Study in Pink, this is my second favorite episode of Sherlock <laughs> in its entirety. Really strong re- return to form. Excellent. Um, I know I was a little lax this uh, this time round with uh, my cast. Going to draw attention to two people. Uh, Una Chapman, uh, Chaplin, sorry, uh, was in this episode. Um, she was, of course, playing Jeanette uh, um, Watson's uh, girlfriend. You may have actually recognized her from uh, the Quantum of Solace, or at least Darth Skeptical would have, because he pays attention to those kind of things. She was the receptionist at uh, Perla de, la, de las Dunas. Um, so, yes. Uh, there you go, Darth. There's one for you. And uh, Danny Webb. Uh, you may have uh, noticed a familiar face. Uh, the uh, police officer who was at the scene of the... Uh, the uh, so-called murder, the backfire murder, uh, with the uh, boomerang. He was in Doctor Who. Yes, you would have recognized him uh, from the Impossible Planet and the Satan Pit as Mr. Jefferson. Uh, he's also been in Casualty. Yes, anyway, down to the episode. Uh, like I said earlier, my favorite, of course, of the series, the rest... Uh, um, kind of a bit of a letdown in comparison to the first season. Uh, the, this one, it, it just, it's not that it clips along, but it keeps you engaged the entire time. Um, was really well impressed by the, uh, if you can call it layering, but basically the the, the, the CSA planted at the very beginning where you've got these cases and you just think, well, this is just us getting going for series two. Uh, you're expecting a bit of fluff at the beginning and you get it, but it's not really what you think. Um, it ends up being something you really should have been paying attention to and weren't. Uh, it all pays off. And, and I really do kind of like that, um, that kind of surprise stuff where you're not really paying attention, but you do see what's on the screen. And then later on, it, it, it does pay off and you go, oh, that's what that was all about. Uh, and I like that I didn't, I didn't, there was no point, I guess, in the episode where I was like, I know what that meant. Because I'm, I hate shows that do that, 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 that make it a little too obvious. Uh, because I'm always trying to figure it out. Um, I'm not saying I'm, I'm, I'm very intelligent when it comes to these kind of you know, murder mysteries or whodunits or um, shows that make you think. But I do spend a lot of time trying to figure it out. And uh, like I said, my wife would attest to the aha moments at the other end of the couch where I'm like, oh, I got it now. She's like, what? I'm like, no, I'm not going to tell you because I'll ruin it. Uh, but uh, yeah, great episode. Loved it. Um, thought people were totally wrong about, you know, Stephen Moffat's attitude towards women with Sherlock shaving, saving her at the end. Shaving her at the end. That sounds really bad. But hey, well within the confines of the show. Um, 
Yeah, it it just basically shows a, a weakness, a hole in, in Sherlock's armor that that he did actually care about her, and it wasn't all for show at the end where he cuts her down to size. That he does have an affection for the woman, otherwise he wouldn't have been there to save her in the first place. So, because um, hardly circumstantial that you'd be, oh, I just have to be strolling through this airport and noticed her, noticed her on the tarmac, and decided, oh, I'll save her. Um, but yeah, uh, good episode. Not necessarily looking forward to the next episode so much, but uh, you know, there's a little more historical significance to to that. Maybe that's partially why I don't like it so much. I don't know. But we'll get to that next time. Dave. Yeah, uh, I think actually uh, mo- his motivation there was more admiration than affection. Uh, but certainly. Um, the 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 presence of that woman in this episode uh, for us the viewer was there. You know, I mean, the the impact that they used was there to say, well, if this woman doesn't impinge on his, uh, you know, his cold attitude, then then none will. Uh, I was looking, and quite Mike is quite right. This uh, uh, character only appears in one of the stories, but apparently she is also mentioned and referenced in some of the other uh, Sherlock Holmes stories. Uh, she's referenced in A Case of Identity, The Adventure of the Blue Carbuncle, The Five Orange Pip- Pips, and His Last Bow. And there's some speculation as well as to the character. One of the things I like is that this... Uh, um, Lara Pulver, who we, we were talking about during the course of the episode, as as being in in a number of programs, and also was in in theatre and musical theatre. Um, the the references that they say for this uh, Irene Adler are the uh, the inspiration uh, could have actually been somebody like Lily Langtry, who was the lover of Edward, the Prince of Wales. So you've got that uh, connection of a you know somebody in the in the sort of arty um, bohemian side of life and uh, mixing with the royal family. So I think that was rather good. We got some lovely uh, development of the style that was used in series one. Of course, this is episode one of series two, but they didn't just rest on the laurels. The way we had the on-screen text, that was sort of um, uh, elaborated on even more. We had the the aeroplane showing on the back wall and um, also those beautiful dissolves we had in series one the ones where they were in the taxis and from the window of the taxis they had this sort of split screen intercut but that scene to the actual murder or uh, the the scene in the valley where you know the Saab was there the man in the uh, in the valley and the way they cut to it especially when we had uh, Sherlock sort of going semi-unconscious and and the explanation and the the sofa is suddenly appearing in the in in the field, but it was done so so well, and I think it's unfair, um, Ian, if I may say so, saying that uh, the next episode is disappointing. I th- I just think the standard of this episode set the bar so high, it was almost inevitable that. Uh, it was unlikely that the other two could match it because this to me is probably at the peak of it. I mean, the very first episode that it was excellent because uh, nobody knew going into it how well they were going to do a modern day. Remember, this is modern day Sherlock Holmes. Uh, 
so when series two came back and said well you've done it how, how, you know how could you build and improve on it and the style and the uh and, and mike referenced it i mean to to have an hour and a half without it lagging one iota at any point uh in fact the, the they did it marvelously because there were a couple of scenes that we had a sort of where it would have been so easily for the story to lag where we had it counterpointed with humor we had that sort of rather embarrassed humor uh with the with the the meeting in the um in the flat you know where uh, he upsets the young girl but then we have the little um uh moment with the uh the text message audio come in uh, and then we had the bit downstairs where uh, <laughs> the chap falls <laughs> down onto uh, the, bins. Uh, the bins yeah so all in all i mean it was and right from the start there was no doubt about it uh, and there was there were you were thinking that some of these things here were put in for red herrings but they weren't they were actually all tied into the plot and i i, I think the writing is excellent. The casting is excellent. Uh, you could say that Mark Gatiss, is it sort of um, pride that's meant that he wanted to have his finger in every pie, not only write it, but actually star in it. But he's by no means a weak link in this. Uh, uh, I alluded to it earlier on that uh, although he's sort of, uh, I don't know, 45, 46 or whatever, it's only in the last 10 years that he has been seen actually in front of the camera rather than behind it. A uh, um, really great job that he does. He he, he gets that uh, establishment look and feel to his portrayal. So all in all, uh, a vastly superior piece of work. It, it ranks to me up there with Life on Mars, which curiously enough was the uh, the last series that we commentated upon it. And um, I think that's probably all I want to say, except to say, uh, just to check out um, on the Colton Collective episode 134, where we did a live reviewing of the whole of series two of Sherlock. We did that on the 22nd of January, 2012. All right. Thank you, Dave. Now, there was a bit of a mystery about our commentary this week. Yes, there was a mystery voice. Those of you who are paying attention may have heard it. There was a mystery woman involved in this commentary tonight. And we will now reveal that woman. Megan Bissett. Hello. Hi. <laughs> yes, my wife was with us the entire time. Call me embarrassed. <laughs> Um, yes, it's it's been revealed to me recently that my wife has a bit of a crush on uh, on on Mr. Cumberbatch. So, dear, what did you think of the episode? I'm putting her on the spot. Yes, you are. I, I told of you at the beginning I liked right. it, and I don't have a whole lot to elaborate on it. As always. <laughs> Except he looked really, really hot in a shite. Well, well, first of all, <laughs> let me ask you a question then. Did did you start watching Sherlock because Ian sort of said, you know, come on, you you really will like this series. I mean, were you 
a, oh, relu yeah. a reluctant viewer of it are what? Uh, a little bit, because I got into it later, but then when you guys started doing all the commentaries and everything, and he'd be gone forever, so then I started watching it. And enjoyed it, so... I think it was right before Series 2 came up that that I said... Was, yes, because we had to do a crash marathon. Right, it was on, well, it was on Netflix, and so I said, well, let's just... I'll put it on, and and we'll see. And uh, well, Liam stayed out there for it, which I was amazed that... that uh, I mean, that's one thing to say, I guess, that uh, it held a 12-year-old's a, a attention. I mean, he's, right. he's watched... All of the the first series, uh, he I think he watched one of the I think he watched this episode, um, but I don't know if he's seen the other two. Um, I don't think so. I don't yeah. think so. But it, it I mean that that that's I guess that says something about a show where uh, a, a twelve year old can can sit through uh, what an hour and a half of of TV. Um, you know this kind of TV. You know, uh, not uh, loaded with special effects and and uh, and uh, funny characters or whatever, but uh, you know, a, a detective show of this caliber and, and be entertained. And right. the same with my wife. Oh, I'm gonna pay for that later. Uh, and and had oh, you you're been... already dead. So oh, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. Had you been exposed to any other, you know. Uh, versions of uh, Sherlock Holmes like the I don't know the Jeremy Brett the uh, the Granada no. series well, no. your dad did I, I don't know how much you saw of it while your dad was watching it though didn't didn't okay well because her dad is a big fan of, uh, of Jeremy Brett's uh, Sherlock Holmes right and I, and I have tried to get him to watch this I'm not sure if he has or not I don't think so right I, I wish he would because uh we should almost put it on next time he's over for dinner. Just stick it on and see what happens. Uh -huh. <laughs> but anyway, I think that draws this commentary to a close. Join us next time, of course, when we will be embarking on the Hound of the Baskervilles. <laughs> we'll have a howling good time. <laughs> and your dogs are most certainly welcome, Mike. <laughs> Yes, much smaller than the Hand of the Best Girls, but never mind. All right. So, until then, and let's see if she can cotton onto this. It's goodbye from Mystery M. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> see, she doesn't know. She doesn't know. I mean, I've told her something. I right don't time. pay attention uh, at no, all. She Sorry. Doesn't. It's goodbye from Mr. Randall Thor. And it's goodbye from Dave AC. And it's goodbye from Ian, the Sixth Doctor. Goodbye, everybody. I've sure locked up thinking of a pun here. Notice how she was only vocal when he was naked. Put the riding crop down now. However you want to do it. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. 
So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.